Happy Monday, everybody. Uh, it is the wildest show on podcast radio right now, the Talking Animals podcast, where we discuss the hottest of topics from wildly different perspectives. We got the whole crew together. Well, not the whole crew, because y'all know how it is. But we got Lamp, we got Juan, and we got John. <laughs> y'all might recognize his voice when he started talking, but we're going to call him John for right now. And we ain't going to spend a lot of time with these intros. Y'all already know who we are. This is season three, episode three. Thank you to all our loyal listeners and followers for continuing to support us. We got a packed show because there's a lot to talk about right now, so we're going to hop right in it. And y'all know what comes first is the stable because we we like to start fast. And in the stable this week, we're going to talk about sports amid all the protests. Um, as ready as we all are for sports to actually start getting played, there's a lot of games that's going on right now before a single down or a single whistle is blown. And it has a lot to do with what I like to call black equity, but, you know, some others call black equality. Let's start with you, Warren. Damn, you came straight to me by sport. <clears throat> and we talking yeah. about animals, it's been different. Now, uh, I, know you, I know you don't know nothing. Yeah. That's why I want to start with you. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, thank you. I guess that's a compliment. Now, um, I'm ready for uh, sports to begin. I'm going to kind of take it off the rails, as Melissa say. That's your shout out to Melissa Banks, but the hell with you. Anywho, um, the protest in general, man, like, I caught some flack maybe two weeks ago, a week ago, about saying, you know, about the looting and shit. Like, thank y'all. It's not like I'm promoting violence or whatever. Um, with the sports, uh, the players doing it, it's, it's going to be a big thing. Like, we can start off with NASCAR. Um I appreciate, before I even get started on that, I appreciate all the businesses that, you know, showing support now. However, mm-hmm. just like I said about Nancy Pelosi and the fucking Democrats, and if y'all don't listen to America, may listen to them, but, you know, they got the Black Panda meme going out, like, you pandering votes, you know, I think they kind of playing on our emotions. So when I see, uh, I don't know, Dak get on his knees and Jerry Jones flip his shit, I'm probably going to feel the same way I did last season. Like, um, I'm not really going to buy it because you're playing on emotion. When Jerry Jones got on his fucking knees and did it, uh, and now he turned around completely because of something Trump said and, you know, denounced all the shit. So it's the same thing with the sports and the businesses. Like, why now? You know what I mean? Like, y'all playing on our emotions. Y'all are exploring us. Uh, you know, what's going on? Um, because when somebody tried to do that the right way, Colin Kaepernick, the motherfucker got tarred and maimed for the shit. You know what I'm saying? So when I see everybody on their knees come, you know, first football game, baseball, basketball, whatever the hell it is, I, I don't think I'm going to respect it at all because it's it's like a why now type of thing. Like it took 400 years and one guy who everybody's calling a criminal, which I, I don't agree with that because that don't mean he was supposed to fucking die. Dylan Roof's still out here. But it took 400 years and a few burn up fucking targets for y'all to finally say, oh, yeah, we're going to get on our knees. So how can I respect that fully? I appreciate the support, you know, but it's like, where were y'all before all this shit happened when Kaepernick tried to do this and get the attention to it? And, you know, y'all threw his ass to the wall. So 
I mean, it's probably a good thing to see the solidarity or whatever, everybody jumping in and uh, jumping on the bandwagon. Me personally, I ain't really buying it. I mean, I, I agree with Warren on that because, I mean, think about it. A couple years ago, perfect time for a lot of coaches to say, you know what, we agree with him. There's a problem with how police are treating, like, you know, people, well, how police are treating black people, basically beating them, killing them. Because at the time, of course, like, that's where you had, like, Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin, all of that stuff. And we all saw what happened in the NBA. In the NBA, it seemed like, of course, you got coaches like Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr, a lot of the black coaches, and even Adam Silver, the, the big head honcho over everybody. He even was like, you know what, there's a problem. But in the NFL – it was like it was crickets. Like everybody kept wanting to say, oh, it's disrespectful to the flag. But now y'all want to try to come out and say, oh, well, we were wrong. Like, are you saying you were wrong because you're worried about you're going to seriously lose your fan base or your stadium might get burned down? Or are you saying you were wrong because you've legitimately come to a change? Because to me, it's like what Warren said. Everybody just seems as though they're pandering to try to save face. But as we discussed last week, don't like don't talk. Like we we don't want to hear from you because we gave you a chance to talk and you ain't said shit. Give us the money. Like put the money put money where your mouth is, donate and actually push to see real change. Because I know for a fact. If I see Jerry Jones try to get down on his knee or something the first game of the season, I will be the first person to get on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, anything. I'll even try to call the Dallas Cowboys front office and say, tell that old fucker get his raggedy ass up. Because <laughs> we, we know at that point it's for show. Like, I mean, that shit, like, even because to me, I wanted to hear people come out and say shit when this shit was still fresh, when it was still hot. Now, the Vikings, they did come out. The Vikings came out quick. And a lot of people I know, they were saying that Jay-Z may have pushed the Vikings to do that. But they came out before any other sports team in Minnesota said anything. They said they they don't condone what happened. Then I know the University of Minnesota, they came out. They said they cut all ties with the uh, Minneapolis Police Department. And then it started like that trickle down. But so many other teams, they they basically waited like a week and a half. Like they were afraid that they're going to say the wrong thing. I mean, the only thing that you need to say is shit's wrong. It right. needs to be fixed. Right. And then put your money up. What do you think, John? <laughs> no, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really hurt by all this, man, because even the craziness is going on now, like, like, like Warren was saying, man, like this thing is expanded way beyond sports, man. Like, you know, a lot of people out in the army would don't realize a lot of military bases are named after the straight up slave owners. You know what I mean? And like this whole thing that's going on right now that they're saying we shouldn't change the name of these bases. People don't realize if you did what those people did today, you'd be deemed a traitor and thrown in prison for the rest of your life. Or out here freaking uh, uh, patronizing these people who betrayed the country and pushed slavery. 
You know what I mean? This is how deep this goes. And, like, every time I have an argument with somebody about that Confederate flag, they're like, oh, man, it's culture. It's culture. I said, so, so culture is you being on the side of slavery? Like, you need to think about that before you speak. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this is so enrooted. And it's crazy because my my future wife's going to be white. So, like, people will be like, oh, you biased. How can I be biased when I got a white, I got a white, white, you know what I'm saying? Like, and people don't understand that, man. People, they they literally look at everything one way. You know, this thing that, that went on in Minnesota, I'm hearing it all now. Like, oh, he was he was a murderer. He was this. He was that. Like, what does it matter when Dylan Ruth killed mad people and he's over here chilling in prison in air conditioning? You know, he wasn't getting beat in the streets. He killed. We really got to open up our eyes, America, man. Things are getting kind of crazy. Well, man... You know, it's it's definitely getting crazy, Martin. And I, you know, I agree with everything you said. But when we're talking about sports, man, I actually, no, you know, I actually disagree with with actually disagree with you know the I guess the common theme from you know what y'all was saying. Like, I don't think it's too late or too little, too late for for sports. The way I think about it is like this, man. So I'm not gonna buy into like, oh, everybody has suddenly changed because that's too easy, right? But I do buy into like the change and the progression of change starting because for us to say that the sports and the companies that are coming out taking a different stance. Now it is easy to do that right now. Like I ain't going to, I can't take that away from it's easy to come out and say, Oh, we stand against it right now. Cause everybody doing it. You know, you need that to save your business. However, at the same time, we can't, we can't completely ignore that some of them might be changing because the way I look at it is, the way I thought about it, actually, while y'all was talking, you know, I thought about it like this. When you was little and you was doing something wrong and your mama whooped your ass. So, <laughs> right. But when you, but after she got finished whooping your ass, right, and you ain't do it no more, was it just because you wouldn't get another butt whooping or were you changed? Because a lot of those same values you grew up with. Mm-hmm. Is that not the same thing? Is that not the same premise? Agreed. I mean, it is, but but it's also like that same premise of, okay, you told me shut up, so I'm I'm gonna right. shut up when you're mm-hmm. around me. Yep. But the minute you're gone, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start talking again. Now, I mean, I'm not now with what you said. Like with kids, that's definitely understandable because kids, you grow up, you you learn through your life at that point. But a lot of these people, like they're grown ass adults. Yeah, to but... where three to four years ago they knew this shit was wrong, but they they save face. And I'm gonna be honest, I felt as though, especially with the NFL, those NFL owners they save face. Oh, absolutely. They they basically but now they basically that they see a lot of other people. Leader of the country was like was like nah yeah and, f that and so Trump. You know, Trump saved a lot of the owners, but at the same time, again, man, you know, I, again, I don't think that all of them are changed. I think just what you said, like, like, hey, I need to do this to save my business, so I don't, I don't care about my moral compass. I just right. don't care about my bottom line. But what right. I'm saying is, like, I can't deny that it might have changed some of them because that's just how it works. Sometimes it takes something oh, yeah. like this or something to affect you to make you think about, it. and that's and that's the truth with some people, man. Like. I think sometimes, man, you know, you might do stuff and you keep doing it until you get away with it and it don't actually change you until you get caught. And I just think that's kind of what this is. Like, 
they didn't change until they got caught. Again, I don't think everybody changed, you know, because, I mean, Drew Brees came out and said what he said. And to a certain extent, you know, we talked about him last week. I respect the fact that he said what he said because he stood on what he mean. But at the same time, like, you know, I think there are some people that, I mean, it really opened their eyes. I mean, I had people reach out to me and be like, man, you know, I ain't think about it like this before. And they start asking me questions. So am I, you know, I feel like that's legitimate because they ain't got to reach out to me. Now I miss I miss what you said because it blanked down on me for a second. But why you say that? Um, why I say what? I was. Yeah. Just, oh, anywho, um, go ahead and ask question. What was your statement? Just to make sure I understood you correctly. Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> what I was saying is uh, that. Uh, uh, I disagree with y'all in, in terms of the, uh, you know, the legitimacy or the, uh, you know, the, uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, how genuine the, uh, the, the NFL owners are that, that, you know, that they're changing their stance and saying different things because I think that I compared it to when you little and you do something wrong and then your mama whoop your ass and then you change afterwards. And, you know, <clears throat> and yes, you only doing it, so you don't get your, your ass whooped again, but it still changes you. So I feel like some of the NFL owners, I know I'm not crazy enough to think that it's all of them, but I think that some of the NFL owners and all all, all of the people, you know, the business owners, that's the same thing with them. Like, it changed them. I just, and when you say that, it just made me wonder, like, Tamir Rice didn't change you, for, you know, Philando uh, Castillo, like, I feel like... Well, as a kid, how many times you got your ass whooped for the same? It thing? didn't take me long, bro. I didn't like. You know what? We are gonna go back to when I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I got my ass whooped for the same thing all kind of times, bro. So many times. But, I used to get ass whooped every you day. Were, every you was right. Y'all, y'all must been getting no you good ass whooped. Yeah, bro. I got my ass beat. But you know, we talked about it on the game. And I don't know if we recorded before, but when you remember you ratted me out by humping that uh, Tony Braxton picture after you humped the same goddamn picture? <laughs> God <laughs> damn, you bringing this back. And my mama man, came and bring it me back and my ass again. I felt so fucking betrayed. Like, he just, we just ran the train on this bitch, man, on this magazine. Like, what the fuck? You know? And ask me how many more times I humped the fucking magazine after that. Not no more. Oh, I'm I ain't time, you no more. You know what I'm saying? Not that I didn't see motherfuckers <laughs> in the magazine that shouldn't have been humped. Because, of course, you put pretty motherfuckers <laughs> in the magazine. And as a fact, I know you're going to uh, expound on this shit because somebody said something about horse pussing. You know, uh, oh, I, I don't retract my statement. Like, it's just, you got to see it. It's like crazy. Anywho, yeah, I, I didn't get my ass whooped for the same thing over and over because. At some point, you know, it was like, this is causing me to get my ass whooped. I probably should stop doing it. I kind I kind of feel what you're saying. That's 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 kind of how I felt when I was saying uh, last week about, you know, I can't really even take the NFL serious on 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 some of the stuff, you know, that they're trying to seem like they're standing up for now, like speaking out about cap. Like I, I kind of can't take it serious because I'm like, damn, none of the other shit made y'all. Want right. to take it serious? So I, I kind of, I kind of get what you're saying. I, I get what all y'all saying, really. But I, I do kind of, I did kind of say that last week too. So I gotta agree with that because 
I mean, how the hell ain't nothing, nothing before? I mean, it's good that, you know, you finally got your ass whooped one time to made you, you know, bleed, and, I guess. Yeah. And you said, damn, I don't and want I that no that more. Shit about, but uh, shit. Nike, when we talked about that last season, like, when they start making cap jerseys and cap shoes, like, ah, damn, they kind of playing us a little bit, too. Because they know we finna spend money. You know, my, Nike, Nike right. ain't hurt because I, I can... Well, Nike playing a good game, you know, if they if if, if they are, because along with Twitter, I think it was just Nike, right? That uh, classified Juneteenth as a as a paid yeah. holiday. They doing it right. Huh. They doing it right. So, yeah, they announced that. Some of the got them, Some of these people, I'm sure they genuine. I'm just saying, like people, like how can you question NASCAR because they about to lose so much money? But do you know how many Negroes I heard today say, "Man, I'm going to a NASCAR race this year. I'm I'm with Bubba Wallace." And I posted something today, and one of my homies was like, man, I work with him. He really don't care about the culture, you know. Um, mm. And he got dropped by one of his sponsors this past uh, one of these uh, webinar races. Not webinar, but, you know, web races or whatever. When dude said nigger and like, oh, man, shit. Mm. I know? remember that. Damn it. That I don't know if that was the same incident. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's kind of like NASCAR to me is like, oh, we got to save faith. So, yeah, they're going to lose some money coming from, you know, they loyal followers, but in the same breath, like, we as black people don't realize the power that we have. And it's been said, like, it, uh, not Edgar, is it Edgar Hoover? Edgar Hoover? When uh, somebody posted a meme today and he was saying, like, the most detrimental thing to America could be black unity, but I don't know if that's exactly how it happened, but he did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the yeah, he did start going to a pro to shut down the fucking Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? We don't need a Black Messiah, yeah, Fred Hampton. You know what I mean? So that's 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 just kind of how I feel. Like ah, I get it, I get it. You know, but um, NASCAR they're gonna lose a lot of people. But imagine how many Black people are gonna be like, you know what? NASCAR stand with us. We're gonna check a race out, or uh, we're gonna buy Bubba Wallace. Um, you know, a tire, you know, shit like that. Shoot, I don't, I don't think it'll make that much of a difference on that aspect, though. No, to, I don't think so. Either. You know, contrary to that belief, because yeah. I mean, like I said that to someone today in our group too. Like, you know, I, I think it's dope, but I don't, I don't want to watch cars drive around in a circle. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. No, honestly, I, I think it's gonna hurt them a lot because a lot of people are not gonna like that. A lot of their loyal fans aren't gonna. I think it'll be the equivalent of like you know a sport that we love. You know, in any sport that you love, you know, doing something that you don't agree with, like, like for instance, with the cap situation a couple of years ago, the NFL lost a lot of followers just because of what they did with cap. Like, it's some people literally today that still don't watch the NFL in what three years now, and they still ain't watch it. I think NASCAR probably gonna hurt from that, to be honest, because I ain't watching no damn NASCAR races. <laughs> I think it's dope though. Well, I got a question for y'all. I got a quick question for y'all. Did y'all mm-hmm. see what Pete Carroll no, said? I didn't see that. Like basically, Pete, Pete Carroll came out and he said he regret. Like he came out now and said he regrets that they did not you see. I don't want to hear that. Talking about last week, yeah, we hear that. Are you talking about? Are talking about? No, he said that. To, no, would you want that recently? And that's what I'm saying. Like, first off, I'm not gonna trust Pete Carroll on anything. Like, if Pete Carroll could tell me the sky blue, I'm like, man, like this motherfucker green because he handed, he could have handed the that bitch Seahawk yeah, green. He could have handed the ball to fucking Marshawn Lynch on the one yard line. He chose to throw it. So fuck what Pete Carroll talking about. Nah, you know I don't trust mm-hmm. you to make correct logical decisions, Pete. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you got to think about it, like nigga. I want to ask you if you Colin Kaepernick and Pete Carroll said, you know, I should have signed you. Um, I'm sorry. 
Here go your job. Would, yeah, I'll tell him to kiss my Would ass. you take it, nigga? I'd take it. In a heartbeat. <laughs> he might have cut. Now, what's crazy? What's so crazy is, Cap, like, along with Pete Carroll saying that he regrets not signing him back in 2017, He's he basically said like recently, a matter of fact, yeah, very recent as of Thursday, he said an NFL team reached out to him to ask him about right. Kaepernick now. Like, does he think he's in shape and stuff like that? So it's almost like and, and like I said, like I don't wanna believe it. Like I I don't wanna be that cynical person that said that these motherfuckers are just trying to put on a show to try to make people happy so they don't lose money. But the way this shit looks, it's like they're like, okay, you know, black people are mad. Let's do something that's going to make black people happy. They said they won't watch football again until Colin Kaepernick comes back. Let's find a team to sign him so we can possibly get that viewership back and, you know, build up these ratings. Now, if he gets in the game and he sucks, that's even better because now they're already back. They're going to see that we gave him a shot. And Part of me feels that's what's happening, but then there's another side of me that's like, I don't want to believe these motherfuckers are just that callous, but I know in, at the end of the day, it's a business. It's all about that bottom dollar to a lot of these owners. So they're going to do whatever it takes to make sure their bottom dollar ain't hurt. And I know maybe it's mm. bad because it's black people and fried chicken. And, you know, well, some people don't eat it. Like the don't eat it, but, you know, watermelon. First off, I'm going to say I fucking love watermelon. So fuck y'all racist fuck. <laughs> You know, when y'all say we like watermelon grapes, so all that shit good to me. And who don't like watermelon? You know what I'm saying? You know. Like However, grapes. I don't like grape soda. That's like grizzly and fucking Whoa, diet coke. So we even. However, back to Popeyes. Um, Popeyes is a prime example to me because what do you see every time you see a Popeyes commercial? And I ain't talking about the dumb motherfucker with the chicken sandwich. Look at you looking all special. That shit pisses me the fuck off. And then the, the other black chick said, like, oh, I'm experiencing some things. Probably fucking high blood pressure. Anywho. Um, it pisses me off because when I'm coming in, come on and get your uh, surfing turf and Popeye's for $5.99. Bitch, shut up. I thought this was the goddamn CEO of Popeye's. That is, that woman yeah. is white, is as white as the purest KKK sheets. You know what I'm saying? But hold on, the CEO? So young, but she got to promote her business, though, bro. You know that, right? Like, you can't get mad at her about that. She got to promote her business, know. man. Like, if her you, business... you shocked? You shocked that no, she was no, white? No. I'm not shocked that she was white. What I'm saying is, that don't shock me at all. She playing the part, okay? So the she stereotype, exactly, exactly. So the stereotype the black people like chicken. This Louisiana chicken, blah 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 blah. So she gets this woman that speaks in this dialect, you know. That you know everybody's gonna relate to Louisiana, a black woman, probably, you know they, they we in a higher percentile of black people going to Popeyes, fitting the stereotype. However, she's smart, like John Smith just said, she's smart. She has to do that because that's going to put more money in her pockets. So I relate that to these NFL owners and these businesses that are now doing this. It's like, uh, some of them genuine. But for the most part, it's about that dollar. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shoot. If that's the case, honestly, though, it make him kind of stupid because 
it's like the opposite of of what you would think of Popeyes doing. Popeyes is like, hey, we cater into this crowd. Um, the NFL like knows that their league is what seventy percent black or something like that. Yeah, as far as players on the field, seventy something percent black on the field. Like you would think that they would cater to the blacks. That's what I'm saying. And now that now they are. Be like, it all comes down to the dollar though, because in actuality. If black people were really mad though, eat, including NFL players, be like, I ain't playing until y'all do something like this. But that is, that is true. That is true. I, I will say, like in the beginning, I, I will say in the beginning, I was one of the ones that definitely said I didn't want to boycott football either, due to that, you know, that uh incident or you know, that uh, of events that you know sprung from that. Right. But man, honestly, I can't. I, I do feel like, like if everybody said, you know, damn, y'all did cap wrong. You know, we not watching football no more. Like I feel like right. if everybody did it. I do feel like Cap probably would have got a job in the first year or two. Because like I, I, I'm, I'm coming back and forth now. A couple weeks ago, I said I, I think it's too late. But now, you know, after the stuff, this you know, you've seen news articles, you've seen little, you know, murmurings here and there. Like now, I'm feeling like they probably are going to give him a job and. It's probably gonna be way and too look, late. This, that, well, shit, Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose is like, hey, we we ain't we ain't only here for our entertainment, man. Like, and, and he was he was talking about it last week. He's like, I would honestly tell every black athlete not to play and take the hit for the year, but you know damn well ain't nobody gonna do that. And and, and if he did do that, it'd be it'd be a problem for everybody. They'd be like, oh shit, no NBA, no NFL. Like that's a big problem. And that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Yep. So you say like, we I know you probably just threw a number. There was seventy percent. I mean, it feels like, you know, whether you were talking about fan base or who was playing, yeah, so 70, 70% of the players, well, now I got 70% of my players pissed off. And 70% right. of my players is going to hurt my pockets if they get pissed off. So now, mm-hmm. oh, shit, I need to fix this. Let me get on board with this shit. That's where I'm coming from. It's like, ah, thank you, but are you genuine? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like when people tell me, definitely like when I grew up, you know, I was in uh, get me and Carnegie in the gifted classes or whatever, you know. And a lot of people, you know, I deal, I deal with white people, you know. A lot of people were like, man, you just different. And people have went as far as to say you one of the good ones, and I correct them like, oh a good shit, what? You know what I'm saying? Oh no, I didn't mean it like that. But no, that's what you said. And I'm saying here, like, man, if you don't, I don't want you to show me any favoritism or like me. And I might have said this, you know, last episode I was on, like, I don't want you to show me favoritism or like me because you feel like I'm more like you and I'm different from the rest of them because the them you talking right. about is me, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm at with. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I think that I think mm-hmm. that it's too late for Cap to play. If, if, if I were Cap, I would turn down the job. I know it would be controversial if he did, but but it would. I, I mean, because because if he ain't no way, bro. Like you don't, bees. You play football at a high level, like bro. You, it's hard enough to play football when you at your peak. Like and mm-hmm. you take you take three four years off, and I I take one actually. Uh, you had cut out just now, and Warren was asking you. You know, so you answered his question really because he was asking you, would you take it if you was cat? And no, I, I feel like I feel like I would. You know, and if I fuck it up, you know, that's your fault that I've been going four years. Pay my goddamn money. And, <laughs> true, true. And I'm going to continue, and I'm going to continue to be blatantly out, you know, as far as putting putting my message out there that I was putting out for the last three years, too. It's your fault that y'all, you know, let me go just because I was kneeling. Now y'all will get 
all of what I got to give. And if that's, you know, 10% on the field and 120% to the Black Lives Matter movement, that's what y'all get. Motherfucker come out there 45 pounds of belly meat under them pads. <laughs> sweat. Sweating. Sweat coming about the breast meat. That's yeah, what you man. get. Yeah. I mean, you me four years ago. Yeah. That make a lot of sense. They say you're in good shape, though, but I just don't think you can come back. You still look good. Yeah. You I know, that's but... what I was saying a minute ago, man. Like, I feel like... It, I, it, I, it, 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 yeah, if, if they smart, I don't give a damn. Look, some bitch out here throwing like Jake Bentley. Good job, Cap. Way to go, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, the motherfucking he ain't took a he ain't took a shot in shoulder pads in like a couple years. So that first hit gonna be like a fucking. But I, like I don't know, man. I just feel like mind. yes, the owners are late. Yes, they should have been woke up. You know, a lot of people should have been. Um, awakened a long time ago. However, you know, at the same time, man, if if there's change being made, I'm really not concerned with how necessarily it was made, or even even if it's genuine or not. Like, because if the league changes rules, like you know, we mentioned NASCAR. You know, they banned the Confederate flag. That's gonna have a lot of people upset. You know, uh-huh. and, and, and the NFL owners talking about they regret. And I do wish they would shut up about that. Oh, we, we realized we was wrong. Shut the fuck up. Like, shut up. You know, like, I w- I want them to quit saying that. But anything other than that, bro, like, cool. That's progress, man. You know, not, nah, I'm not going to – that don't mean I'm not going to hold you accountable because it needs to continue. But, like, hey, if you tell me you changed, then continue to show me. That you change, and then you know, let's try to move forward, man. Because that's, I mean, <clears throat> at the end of the day, like that, you know, that's what we're looking for, right? We're looking for change, and if and if we get stuck on like, oh, it's not genuine because, you know, they should have been realized or whatever. We get stuck on that, man. We ain't gonna never get nowhere. No, no, no. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Give it, give it six months. Everybody don't forget about this shit. So we're right back to the regular shit. That's what that's what that's where we fall in. We have the, we have the responsibility to not let that happen. And that's that's what, but bro, but bro, I don't even Pulling like saying to the you know for my own preferences. But we is niggas, bro. Like if we can't get we can't get on one accord, man. You know, like Beezus said, had we all got on one accord with Cap, then it wouldn't be three years later. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, you and can't I, make, I mean, you can't make people do that. Right, right, right. You can't, and I and I definitely was a part of that because, like I said, man, I mean, I I was one of the people who was like, shit. I don't, you know, I remember Khalif asking one time. Uh, he was like, well, what, you know, what's the breaking point for you? What, you know, what you what's gonna make you stop watching? And I was like, shit, I don't know, but I ain't reached it yet. <laughs> so honestly, like, if me and people, other people like me, like, if all of us had stopped watching, bro, you know, Cap might would have had a job in six months. Right. But you know, it's the genuine. I, I didn't watch the league for two years after Cap. Then it was, then uh, I, last year was my first year watching it. Back. If it, if if you mm-hmm. being genuine, yo, I might need to stop drinking because it's genuinity a word. Like I, would, I don't think I don't so. Think so. <laughs> but you know, if it's if it's genuine, no, not not at all. You know, I wouldn't want you to stop watching football if you wanted to watch football. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a choice because right. I feel like I feel like I could be. When they come down to stuff like that, though, I think I have a different outlook on life because I feel like I can sh- still like feel a certain way about something, 
and still partake in it as well, as long as I'm not like Steven from Django. As long as I'm not, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I guess I'm trying to phrase it, and, and I compare it to uh, like law enforcement. Like I can, I you know, like how we talk about how people call you, you know, Coon and Uncle Tom and all this and that when they see you in law enforcement, the bootlicker and all this type of shit like that. I feel like I can be in law enforcement, yet still acknowledge when law enforcement is wrong. Exactly. I don't have to quit law enforcement just because some law enforcement officers are bad. Right. And I don't know if that's a good example of football or not, but I feel like I could still watch it and acknowledge that they good, fucked good the cap. Good point. If, if, if that makes sense. I want to commend you, bro, because at one point I felt like, and you know, as you're probably going to listen to this, bro, you need to owe us something because we done mentioned your name in at least two episodes of two I've been on. So <laughs> I need a fucking craft beer when I do finally meet you. And don't Tend to put my hands up or, you know, put me on the wall and detain my ass. But anywho, like, I got to commend y'all boys because at one point I was like, you know, it's kind of like y'all took, I feel like y'all were taking it personal when we talked about law enforcement. So y'all were just saying like, hey, I'm with them, blah, blah, blah. I ain't hearing what you're saying, but I have seen y'all be like, hey, bro. And this is what all cops need to do. Hey, bro, this shit is wrong. I'm a cop. But this is wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I can be black and be like, ah, that's feeling shit y'all doing is wrong. I get it, but it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? And people just feel like they have to choose the yeah. fucking side. And you can listen to a motherfucker. Like, I'm not going to agree with my 56 year old master sergeant who's a white man that grew up in the suburbs, which he didn't. I'm just using it for example. I'm not going to agree with him about everything. We walk in two different walks of life. You know what I'm saying? But I will listen to him. Right. I I think part of that comes from leading by example as well, too, because if 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 I'm out there saying, you know, well, I'm going I'm gonna continue watching NFL and, and cap stupid, you know, he shouldn't be kneeling, he shouldn't you know, so it's, it's not the right place for that, then I feel like I'm part of the problem. Yeah, I am same same as if I feel like every single, you know, law enforcement officer that does something is right. I'm in the military. Yeah. My granddad <laughs> fought in World War II and couldn't even come back and piss in the same fucking toilet as his best friend. I was mm. just about to say that. You know, I was just about to say yeah. that. And that's why the shit when Bree said, I, I, I wrote something on Facebook. I was like, Drew Brees, you should have asked both your grandfathers, them, them African Americans that fought with them, were they allowed to come back and eat in the same D-sack with them? Hell no. Exactly. So that's why I said Drew Brees said to me, they ain't no coming back from him. And I'm sorry. Yeah. He spoke his mind, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you got to hear that last week, Martin. But we was talking about that. Did, was, was that the one you? Uh, Who you talking to, about? Uh, John on the phone, bro. John, yeah, John. <laughs> I don't know if you um heard that I shit when we was I talking about it. that with you, Bree. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like I don't know if you can really come back from that. Like uh, you can't. I don't know. You, yeah, yeah, you know. They, they crushed oh, Michael Vick with the dog, man. So they basically trying to say. Dogs are more important than black people's lives, man. Cause they crush Michael Vick, boy. Send him to jail, yeah. and they, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come Before on we now. On that yeah. too, like I want to say this: being in the military, bro. Like, honestly, I probably wouldn't have kneeled because I knew the outcome it was. So maybe I'm not as brave as Cap. I would have said something. However, however, Warren, when you're done, I got something to add yeah. on that. So I maybe I'm not as brave as Cap. I would have made noise and found a way to do it. Um, but 
I'm at first I was like, nah, Cap, I probably would have done it a different way. But I get you. I respect what you're doing. And I respect it even more because I couldn't have I couldn't have gotten on the knee because I know I know the outlast that would have came behind the backlash that would have came behind it. You know, so people always hit me up. That's how I yeah, feel. People always hit me up and they like, Hey, you in the military, you black, how you feel about this? And I'm like, uh, I'm not mad at him. And like, oh, how can you say that being in the military? I wouldn't have done it that way, but I'm not mad at him because y'all missing the bigger picture, you know? And then now people are like, oh, I get it. And some people are like, yeah, but it's the flag. And it's like, but bro, that flag is a fabric. And it, you know, it, 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 it represents the United States, but until the United States represents what that flag is supposed to represent, then I got a whole other count. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're respecting this fabric True. over the fight that we have every day being a fucking black man. But I, I tell you though, um, you know, sometimes you know, whenever you whenever you say things, um, you know, to Martin's point, like with Drew Brees, no. some uh yeah, yeah, to John's point with Drew Brees and some and some of the other comments the owners made, sometimes when you say things, you can't come back from them. And that's and that's actually why, you know, we you know, we, we have this show because we want to make bold statement that we don't intend to come back from. And also, sometimes we want to call out people that make statements, which is why yeah. in the web this week... We- the Talking Animals does not own the rights to any of this music that you will hear in the following ad. In all his majesty and might, his brilliance and his beauty, his black and his blue, Boys still slips from their lips when they address him. Still linger in the velvet of his dreams, the seen, unseen black boy, fighting for manhood in a world that still sees through Jim Crow lens. Odom love him in his place. Separate, away, torn, disconnected, passive, submissive, and shuffling. Oh, not just turn that shuffling into dancing, cause you know them love black boys dancing and singing and balling. You know them love black boy strength, but don't love black boy. Lift your head! These are unprecedented times. Kobe, COVID, police brutality at its highest. Many things have us down. 2020 hasn't been this kindest. U.S. politics, economy, and other current events show a country burning. Racial equality United we stand, we the people are yearning. Many are learning of the oppressed who are hurting, while others and other leadership continue their flirting with their obsession with oppression. With such arduous times at hand, we need real leaders to stand. Enter the zoo, true leaders of the land. We rise from the ash like the phoenix against all odds on any given Sunday like Willie Beeman. Sit back. Tune in as we make life goals a reality from the thoughts of dreaming.
gonna talk about B Simone. You know, true. As we as we move into the web this week, again, if y'all not familiar, we all LC three. The web it comes out this stable. You know, it's a pun, right? The web. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Yeah. No, 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 no. From the web. Yeah, I said something. They don't know what the fucking way be about now. Y'all need to go back from one and motherfucking two and get with the goddamn program. <laughs> like these businesses doing with black folk. Get y'all shit together. Yeah. All 97 of y'all. <laughs> In the web, wow. <laughs> we're going to talk about Peace of Moan and her nine to five comments. You, you, you want to elaborate oh. on that? So basically, this week. Um, B. Simone, she was doing an interview with Nick Cannon on his podcast, and she was basically saying that she don't want a nine to five man, she want a man with an entrepreneurial mind. And to a lot of people, it came off like she was bashing nine to five. So, needless to say, like her, her timeline has been in complete fucking shambles for the last several days. And I want to say it was either it was about a day or two ago. She tried to, you know, come out and give a reason. Like, tried to, you know, smooth it over, saying that she used to have a nine to five, and she there's no problems with people having a nine to five, but she needs someone that's a like mind. And I mean, she was already on cancel status because she had came out saying she didn't want to protest because she didn't want to come off as an angry black woman, and she's a Christian. And that's not what Christian women do. And then all of a sudden, she showed up. Well, after she said that, someone posted pictures of her the night before twerking and drunk, which ain't Christian at mm. all. So then the next day, yeah, and then the next day she was protesting. The next day she was protesting after she said she wouldn't protest. So she got a, she got a cut. I think it's very Christian. And you know they, you know they, you know they cut Jesus aside. You know that might be that Christian aspect oh. that she. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Symbolic, yeah, symbolic, yeah, symbolic. Let me elaborate because I think people get Christianity uh, confused with being well with perfection. But you know, if y'all read the same Bible I do, like motherfuckers be fucking up, bro. David sent a man to the front line so he could fuck his wife. And that was God's choice. So what? My whole thing is like, let's not get too caught up on you know being a Christian because we we get so being out of not going to say being out of shape, but we get so strong on religion. But you know the Bible is actually instruction for life. You know what I'm saying? You meant the fuck up. That's why they say you you know you got to ask for forgiveness. You know that's why Jesus you know died. Because we gonna fuck up, so I ain't gonna say she ain't Christian because she get fucked up. Judge. But Warren, that I'm a Christian. I but Warren, that wasn't that wasn't why they called it though. I, I don't even care. I don't even care about her. Yeah, I don't even care about her being Christian or not. Whatever, man. I hope she is. That's cool. But what, like, what we talking about right now is her nine to five comment. That's what. But that's what and I'm you saying. Know, like, like, you ain't let me finish. And you so, can come back to being Christian. You see, maybe she should be able to come back from what she said because I know. Just last week, when I said the shit about the looting and protests, the motherfuckers were like, oh, you promoting violence. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting here like, oh, I care, like, I don't promote no violence. You know what he said? I don't know how to alt type people. That's how I feel like, you know, I don't promote no violence. I don't know how to alt type people. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't think she come back from it because, because, see, what you said is, you know, could be 
misconstrued, you know, and it's different in perspective. And we we talked about that at length last week. But what she said sounds stupid. And that to me, that's different. You know, if you sound stupid or if you sound like, uh, you know, that you, I mean, you make a point that sounds intelligent, but it's just misunderstood. She sounds stupid to me because like, first of all, like, what does that mean when you say nine to five? Because you could have an entrepreneurial mind and still work nine yep. to five. What if you own your business and your hours are nine to five? Or, yep. or what if you work in a nine to five to finance your, your, uh, your new business that's a, that's because you're your entrepreneurial preference. mind. That's a preference. Like uh, running. But it's but but it but it's but it's not a, it does it doesn't make sense as a. I agree because if she's saying she wants an entrepreneurial mind. How can they not? They can be one in the same, is what I'm saying. I got you. And hey, hey I, I mean, I'm gonna tell you honestly, you, bro. I just, I just want to put out there that in the last maybe year or less, you know, I've been hearing women speak in a certain tone, and like in my mind, I'm like, man, why is she talking like that? What's that? Where is that accent from? Like, I'm hearing the same accent from you know different women, like this high pitch type of, you know. They putting different accents on different syllables, and I'm like, what the fuck, who speaks like that? And then I listened to B Simone this week because I ain't really too familiar with her. And I was like, that's where they get this dumbass voice from. Talk about that baby girl that shit. Blew my like to do. <laughs> yes, they like baby, baby girl. I'm like, bro, I've been hearing women say that shit for like a while now, and I've been wondering where the fuck they be getting it from. And now that I hear it, I'm like, I can't even get past her fucking voice, bro. I don't even want to hear what she. I don't give a shit what she talking about. I felt that way about Cardi B, but then they're like, damn, she Cardi B though. Hey, no, but she thought so. Hey, baby girl, these edges. I will these edges. I will these edges back. Cardi B. Let, let me ask y'all something. This, this, I've been off topic like all night and jumping back on, but you're talking about how women talk. But it kind of fit in because we talk about black people. So we had this conversation. Uh, me and my cousin, uh, Adam, or A.T. Tolan, bitch, you owe us two because I done mentioned your name twice. And I was like, well, why did why did we give in so easy? Uh, even though, you know, I understand it was like indentured service from Africa or whatever. Like, why did white people have the weapons to do what they did? Why were they, are they evil people? He was like, no, I just think it's the alpha male mentality. So are you saying that all black people are betas? And I say that because Beza, you mentioned that a lot of women talk like B Simone. Are we followers as people? I think it's I think it's kind of natural, man. I think it's like whatever popping at the moment, we just kind of drawn to that sometimes. Like how when you go to college in, in the state of South Carolina and you meet, you know, a whole group of people from the low country, and then all of a sudden you start talking geeky like you were born in Charleston. That happened a lot when I was in college. I think it's kind of like that. That shit catchy though, bro. Like a lot of people <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. I think it's kind of like that. Like people just drawn to it. But I mean, I, I honestly just can't really get past it. Like, it's hard for me to get past it. I think, I think I don't think that it's us as a people. I think people in general are followers. That's why leaders well, are yeah. so unique. Yeah, I say us as a people because I mean people in general. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why leaders are so unique. That's why there are few leaders because only a few people are leaders. The rest are followers, period. So that's why there's so many trends that catch on. Be Simone, and that's why it's a bunch of women that agree with her when she talked that exactly. Nine so five thing. Imagine yeah. how men we gonna be now because like, oh, you got a nine to five, bitch. Everybody in this fucking county got a nine to five. What you mean? <laughs> I think I think it's I just think the craziest part about all of it 
is the way that she thinks because you are entitled to your own opinion. She entitled to her own opinion just like anybody else. Yep. But it's just that, just like Nikki said earlier, it's like her opinion just doesn't make any sense. And we entitled to say our opinion on her opinion. I just can't get over the fact that she says I can't deal with a dude that has a nine to five because I need somebody with an entrepreneurial mindset. Uh, somebody that I can wake up with at three o'clock in the morning and say, "Hey, I'm checking meetings. What you doing? I'm booking a flight in the morning. You want to book a flight?" Uh, first of all, sweetheart, uh, there's surgeons that do that every fucking day. There's surgeons that that get called at three o'clock in the morning to go do surge, uh, tra- uh, fucking trauma surgery on someone that just got shot. You mean to tell me that you would pick a drug dealer over that person because the drug dealer has a better mind frame than that yeah. guy? That to me is fucking insane. And I would like I would like to point out I would like to point out too that my job would I would technically be considered a nine to five, I'm sure to her. But if you want to wake up at three in the morning to my planning meetings, guess what? I probably am because I always adjust my schedule. And if you want to catch a flight tomorrow, guess what? I can do that shit too. I fly for free, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. If you want to catch a flight right now, you, if you, I, could, I could fly to you right now, wherever you at. What you uh, trying to do? Yeah. These motherfuckers. So she just, so just stupid. Big time jobs. I'm an entrepreneur. If, if I need to fly, I need to fly somewhere in the morning at nine to five. I'm an entrepreneur. If you ask me, I started my, my. I can't pay to fly to fucking Greenville from Columbia, so <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. probably expensive. Though, to be I, honest, <laughs> ain't run you about a quick eighty something, brother. Well, we ain't got no flights from Greenville to Columbia, but either way, bro, I mean, like the job that allows me to be able to fly not across the country but across the oh. world. For relatively cheap and sometimes free. When I started working that job, I was making eight dollars and forty cents an hour, nine to five. Mm. So I don't know what the hell she talking about. If you talking well, about flight, I try. That's a dumbass excuse. Yeah. Yeah. She, she ain't got no sense. And and you know what, B Simone? You know we talked about you in the web, but you're lucky though. You're lucky. We ain't, we ain't bring you on into the to this next. To this, to, this, to this next section of the show, we're gonna take a little break right quick so we can pay some bills. You know, we got bills to pay now. We're getting big, we, we got big boy pants on and shit, partnerships, bastards. I've been that, big, yeah. I've been, yeah, this two inch of hell at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Go on break with that. God damn it. Hey, it's Niggy, and y'all might be tired of hearing me talk, you know, because I'm typically hosting the show, but I got something else I want to say, and I need y'all to listen. During the quarantine, which was for me like about three months, your boy gained a lot of weight, and if you listen to the show, you already know I'm fat, like, but I got like extra fat during the quarantine, so I knew I had to do something, and FNX Fit was just the right thing at just the right time to help me overcome the weight that I gained during quarantine and they provide premier health supplements that are designed to help athletes which you know I used to be one of those but it also is for people starting their fitness journey like kind of like myself right now so you get to have something of quality that, that you can trust without any extra fillers and for those of you that don't know what extra fillers are, that's just like that stuff that you can't pronounce that are any like your supplements that you really don't want because you just want your supplement to do what you're buying it to do so that you can get the best results. And that's what the the products that FNX Fit do, do for you. You get the boost you need or the, you know, the the results that you're looking for 
without having to worry about all kinds of extra stuff being in your body and getting those things that you don't want. And right now, uh, you can look for the products to help you in your fitness journeys um, by using our referral link, which you'll see listed with our podcast, using their referral links um, or the promo code FNXTAP. TA podcast, excuse me, FNX TA podcast to get 15% off right now. So make sure you hit it up, use the link or use the promo code to get that 15% off. Let us know what you think of the products. I think you're going to be happy again. You're getting the, the result with all the other extra. Again, this is Nigi. I'm out of here. Make sure y'all check us out. All right, we back. Hope y'all enjoyed the little promo. Hey, make sure y'all use that uh, promotional link. You know, everybody trying to get fit. I know y'all done gained about 100 pounds in quarantine. God damn. So go, ahead, go ahead and buy up whatever it is that you need. Support us. Support the company. But anyways, you know, I think we all know what time it is. You know, after that that commercial break in the middle of the show, it's everybody's favorite part of the show. Well, maybe just our favorite part of the show, but... I think y'all know what time it is. What time uh, is this is the great time where we get to call a lot of stupid motherfuckers on their bullshit. We like to call it the ostrich of the week. <laughs> and I know I know last week we, mm. we had two people um that decided they wanted to take it together and Trina and Drew Brees. Um but this week we got a we got a beautiful trifecta. It, it it's literally like you motherfuckers just really want to be looking stupid this week. Um, so, so I'm gonna start it off with the first one. Um, the New York police boss. Um, I don't know exactly what his name is, but we gonna call him dumb motherfucker number one. Um, that a union motherfucker? Mm. Huh? That the union dude, the New York police yes, union dude, the union dude during the press yeah, conference. Now, now, sir, number one, you're a white man. Number yep. two. You've literally heard black people for the past few years saying, stop treating us like thugs, stop, like, you know, treating us like animals and killing us in the street. And you have the audacity, the mitigated gall to stand at the fucking podium and demand that America and the media stop treating the New York Police Department like thugs and like animals. They are. Bro, what the fuck is wrong hey. with you? He probably he probably wrote that speech out because motherfuckers write speeches and was like, "This is good." They they said we said, they said we said that about them. I'm a I'm a I'm a make them feel exactly how they making us feel. And we was like, "You like in my head, I'm you a dumbass. Leave that. Come on, black office ain't around. You dumbass. That's what I'm about to say. Like you literally have several black people standing behind you, which I want to talk to those coons real quick and tell them y'all need to sit y'all coon ass down because y'all should have told that mm-hmm. motherfucker the second he started saying that shit, y'all should have stepped up and said, nah, bro, shut up. Yep. But j- just the fact that he felt... Hey, I ain't gonna call him no coons. I know that they paid OT. OT, but now they look like an OT coon. Yep. No, Candace only getting paid OT. We will not acknowledge the lack of edge, bitch, that is Candace on. Oh, y'all call. We will not acknowledge that. 
And yeah, Tiago looked like he was about to slap the hell out of him a couple months ago. Oh yeah. And they didn't let her talk though, but anybody want to hear that? And so later on in the week, after the New York police, whoever the fuck he was, we had Mr. Terrence J, who decided to, you know, get on Instagram and do an Instagram live with Marlon Wayans you know, of the famous Wayans family that is considered black royalty at this point because of what Keenan Ivory Wayans did. This motherfucker literally, I don't know if he was wine drunk or whatever type of drunk he was. No, he wasn't. Don't even finish that shit because I'm wine drunk as fuck right now. <laughs> and I may be rambling a little bit, but I don't know shit he did. But, oh, but basically, Terrence J decided... Wine that he almost in a sense wanted to verbally attack Marlon Wayans. He even went as far as to say the the HBCU he went to, he let the world know that he pledged Q and then he started barking randomly. Like just randomly started barking and then he picked up a dog and said, this isn't even my dog. Motherfucker, what the fuck you picked the dog up bit- for? Then? <laughs> the little bitch ass French bulldog too. I'm sorry, Kayla. I'm sorry, but pick up a motherfucker. You better pick up a ravenous ass pit bull or German Shepherd or something. A Rottweiler. I said, how did you believe you could pick up this little bitch ass dog? Hey, there's a Frenchie in Ohio or something that killed him. She's probably like. Nah, she was like her forties, I think. Was she white? I can't remember. I can't remember. I'm not sure she was. You know, you know, in church, you know, in church, they say, <laughs> church, they say silent. <laughs> but, but not saying that white people get killed by dogs, but and yeah, it ain't many Negroes out here that own French bulldogs, you know. I'm in South Carolina right now. I don't know where Terrence J live at, but if a Frenchie tried to kill me, I'd kick that motherfucker to wherever state he is. But I mean, like the thing I thought that was the worst part about the Terrence J piece is Marlon was just telling him, "You're not going to disrespect my family. Like you're not going to disrespect the Wayne's name." Like he was trying to. That's the thing. Like what was the to point, this point, though? no one really knows why. Terrence J even felt as though he had to talk the way he talked to him, but this motherfucker ended up saying, this isn't even my dog. He was like, but I'm showing you this dog because when a dog barks, that means he's about to bite. And I literally stared at my screen and said, nigga, what? Basically, from what well, I got, I mean, what was, what he was, was he saying talking like, about? he like, can bark and about? people gonna come. And basically, you see that because I barked and this little bitch ass French bulldog came. And he was like the Wayans basically ain't got that type of power, kind of. And which is why, mm. which is why he's an ostrich that's, of the week, folks. You, you think that? You, you think that's what yeah, he was saying? I'm pretty sure. That's why I, I wouldn't. I'm gonna have to but, watch. I'm gonna have to watch his interview. But there was still one more person that decided they wanted to join Terrence J and the New York police person. We have Miss Charmaine from Black Ink Crew, Chicago. Miss Charmaine just recently had yeah. a baby, and you know we we like to congratulate anybody when they have a kid because that's a beautiful thing. Charmaine decides she wants to go on Instagram, and she wants to post a video. And while she's holding her child, she literally is dousing her child with water from a bottle. 
Oh, that no, was I didn't her. Know that was her. Oh, that was oh, her. My God. And the baby's father is literally sitting in the background. And no, he doesn't say anything during this whole video. He's just sitting there with his jaw dropped because of what she's doing. But she's laughing like it's funny. And then she puts on it, no newborns were harmed in the making of this video. Bitch, do you not understand you have a newborn child that you are literally pouring water on that can easily drown? Like just off of the slightest amount of water? Well, clearly, clearly, and, clearly and when I say that. like people, you, oh, I know you was asking oh, like I you didn't know the answer to that. No, <laughs> let's go back. Remember last time I was on here and I said that cop, like, look at it, some motherfucker, they just look dumb. You know, it's we, we gotta we gotta give people credit, man. Like it's some dumb motherfuckers out here, bro. Oh, that's oh, what this oh, whole that, segment oh, that's is for. That's exactly what he don't. Like, bro, it, I I saw that and I was like, what the fuck is the point? I know what the point is. The point is that I that was a TikTok. Was. Am I right? But, I mean, at the end of the day, BZ, you, I believe Cardi B and Offset had a song for for what Charmaine did. I believe they said people do anything for clout. Do anything for clout, and that's literally what she did. Uh-huh. It's it's crazy though, man. That, I, I I mean, I could I ain't even gonna say I could see it, but like somebody that's not famous, somebody like that like actually a, wants some clout. And she's like a, like I'm, I'm a, I mean, but like she's her. like a B minus celebrity. She's a B minus because you know people watch like Black Ink Crew of Chicago. Like people watch it. People like Black Ink. You know, I don't know who she is, but I know people like. You know, I will so, say one thing. In, uh, I will say one thing in her uh, defense. Because that was real stupid what she did. But in her defense. She is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Can't expect her. (laughs) I often watch the show, wife, and if I'm not mistaken, she was the one that like didn't know she was supposed to do taxes. Like she had like all this thing back tax she had to pay after she went to. See somebody, she's trying to get her life together. She ain't like she hadn't paid taxes in a year, well over six figures every year since she started doing the show, and she didn't post taxes. What? what, what? Wow. So again, <laughs> I would expect stupid things, stupid people. So she's stupid, you know. So you go. Mm. It's insane to think that people like that get famous. Like, how does somebody get famous and not know that they got to pay? That's the world we live in. I'm gonna have to talk with God when we get off this, this but, podcast. But I know today. in this moment, Terrence J, Charmaine, stupid ass white dude that worked for the New York Police Department. All of y'all just, uh, all three of y'all just just bury y'all heads as deep in the sand as humanly possible. Cause you three are the most dumbest motherfuckers that I've seen this week. And as BZ would normally say, each and every last one of y'all are off glass. Mm. Thanks, shot. Bro, you mispronounced crap. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is it crack? Is it crack that you smoke? Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the three things that I'm seeing that these three people are I don't they seem to be stupid, but they have a certain level of audacity. And however, the three of them combined do not even sniff the level of audacity that the next person as we get into the lair. Again, as we go into our next segment, which is called the lair, we're going to talk about probably the, the man that contains or possesses most audacity in human history. You know, I mean, I mean, quite frankly, this man, if he wasn't such a hate panderer, would probably be the most, actually, even if he is a uh, hate panderer, probably the most polarizing figure in American history. Like, uh, he's, we, we, we're talking about O'Donnell, mm. ODT, not the good one, though, not that working with that white range. No, not with the rain, nah, not the snow. Talking about old DT, old oh, dumb bitch. <laughs> man, you know, my man, bro, you just, I couldn't help but laugh, man. So true. <laughs> 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 like I, I can't even help but laugh now. Man. So Donald Trump. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm too drunk for this shit. Don't even say it. <laughs> Back on the campaign trail after all that's going on. <clears throat> first stop, re-election campaign is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh my lord. The 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 site of the once the once popular Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. That of course we know. If you don't, please look it up. Something that was taken away from people and by motherfuckers don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. So please look it up. So, not only is it in Tulsa, but get this: it gets even better. It's gonna be on Juneteenth. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I tell you. Listen, I'm probably gonna get backlash for what I'm about to say. No, I say, oh Lord. Say oh, I thought no, he said, oh Lord. But sometimes it's hard to hate Trump. I tell you, bro. Because sometimes you be like, oh, <laughs> What mm-hmm. what cat we say? Trump don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he know, he know. And I would like him if he wasn't a hate panderer. <clears throat> if it wasn't for that, I would like him because, bro, you got to have some halls nope. to have said all the things nope. he has said, made all the stances that he has made. And decide, nope. hey, I'm gonna get on my campaign trail for re-election. Nope, you ain't got to have no home on June 10th. 
got to be white. Because Obama, <laughs> I, I, I like people talking about True. somebody posted this uh, meme a week or so ago. You know, talking about all the things you know that Obama had that people, were, you know, I guess didn't didn't like or did like in a list of things, you know, for Trump as well. And one of them on Trump's list was that you know some of the stuff that his wife indulged in, as far as you know, adult pictures or, or videos and stuff like that. And someone was like, "All right, why are y'all gonna you know shame her or you know I, what do they call it? slut shaming? They like slut shame her, you know, for doing you know." I, and, and and someone commented under one of those posts and said, "Do y'all remember when the world went crazy because Michelle Obama wore her arms out like in a sleeveless dress or something like that?" And it's insane to me to think about the fact that the world made such a big deal out of things like that, like her wearing a sleeveless dress or Obama wearing a brown suit to one of these meetings, but they overlook every single one of these unethical, you know, unorthodox things that they allow from our current president. And to me, that's insane. It don't it don't mean that you have to have balls. It means that you just can't be black. First off, I've seen I've seen Melania Trump butt ass fucking nigga and that little dumb ass thing she's standing there. And I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know if I could cut fuck it. The bitch is not sexy. Bro, I can remember Michelle when the Obama world was saying that Michelle Obama was a man. Yep. Like they, they didn't even give her the mm. same form of respect that they give her that they give, you know, the first lady that we have now. And I, I mean, I just think that's insane. But it's a testament to the fact that you—it's not about you know having balls. It's not about having gall. It's not about having anything. It's about having a certain skin tone. Because if Obama did anything close to any of the stuff that Trump doing right now, he would have been gone. He had to be perfect. He literally had to be perfect to stay in office. He did good though, because I couldn't have done it. He, he, he is an amazing man, and he continues to be amazing because he continues to be politically correct even after his presidency. Every single thing he never misses, everything that happens, every tragedy, every triumph, uh, 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 global pandemics, uh, mass shootings, incidental, accidental deaths you name it. He continues to be politically correct while Trump literally does the exact opposite. And the world loves it, and they still hate Obama, and it's insane. To Obama me. is that meme. Obama's that meme that no. that gets posted like with SpongeBob screaming, "He just don't miss." Obama is the epitome. Not Obama is the epitome of people saying that when you black, you got to do things that much harder. You got to work that much harder for the same result. That's that's what Obama is. He's the epitome of that. He's like when your parents tell you when you growing up, you black, so you got to do this to get the same you know results as this person that's not black. That's what Obama is. When I think about it, not, not even to get the same results, you got to work that hard just to be deemed as doing okay. Like you got to work that hard. Saying just Trump still is say you ain't shit like, because even even some of our communities they still ain't shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, uh, well, who the oldest out the two kids? Uh, uh, Sasha or Malia. Malia. 
think yeah. I think Malia. Malia oldest. Yeah. So Malia, um, lady today, a lady today, baby. You know, we with you. We gonna ride for you. But if you don't stop fucking with the dope and shaking your ass on camera, I know this shit was like two years ago. But this is the first time I got a chance to tell you. Your mom and dad are man that whoop your ass. But hey, time I, I just want you to know. I was just about to say just good old, good old SS will put 357 uh, Magnum round through your shit. <laughs> <laughs> They gonna put one. put one through your shit. <laughs> heavy, heavy round. Damn. I mean, <laughs> no, they ain't. They ain't gonna do shit because Obama's black. Nah, they they see. They, nah, they, they see are good though, man. They, they, they had a good team too. They had a really good team while they was in office. These. Because you, I think you made you made the best point though, like because you changed the rhetoric, man. Like, because I've been sitting here, I ain't really said nothing since then. Because, like, it's you're right, it's me, just bro. it's so that he's a white man to me. and he can get away with it. Yeah, because 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 you're right. Like they were making like monkey uh, uh, memes and stuff of of Obama, like had him in nooses and stuff like that. Is is nooses it the plural of noose? Or is it noose and noose? No, 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 no. I'm fucking. Mike, oh, like, like yeah. moose and me. Because <laughs> you got a mouse, <clears throat> you got mice, uh, uh, you know, and then you got so a moose. You got meese. Yeah, that's why I said. You got nice. Yeah, I don't know. But, but my point, though, is, I mean, that that that's it though. Like he's just taking advantage of his whiteness, and like for all the white people that listen to our show, those that don't understand what your whiteness, what being white affords you, that's a perfect example. It allows you just to be you, because so many times I wanted Obama to just be himself, but I know that he had to hold a certain standard because he knew that they couldn't wait to try to like get him out of office. They would try to crucify right, y'all, him. Yeah, they want to take his. Y'all know politics. Y'all, y'all good at just wild. Where did uh, what the Civil War ended at? What state was that in? Damn, none of us don't know. Uh, oh, shit. I thought one of y'all knew. I know they was in Damn, Virginia. Was it Gettysburg? Okay. Virginia. Was it Gettysburg? Yeah, Northern Northern just one of the biggest. Well, Northern Virginia. Well, so let yeah, me just say in Northern Virginia. I, don't, I mean, I'm I just I, I'm not good at remembering shit like that. Let's just say when Obama was running for his second term, that he decided he was gonna be petty. He decided he was gonna pander a little, a little hate. He decided he was gonna rub some some noses and some shit, and he went to wherever the battle for you know the Civil War, you know the Confederacy ended and did his campaign there and his whole uh, outlook was talking about you know uh, the BLM movement which you know a lot of people down south right now tend to hate anything, anything to that nation yeah yeah no 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 because no, hey, I live in the northeast and they hate that, BLM up here just as much they hate down there and you know what and that makes sense too because the reason that yeah, civil, okay. civil war in Virginia. Like yeah. yeah. We ain't as dumb as people think we are. Automatic courthouse. Yeah. 
Yeah. That sounds like uh us on COD Call of Duty. Somebody had to be like, yeah, we got our ass cut. They <laughs> won't die. Some- we need to say, <laughs> hey, hey, leave cut your shit off. Bro, bro. Just, just imagine Obama doing that, bro. Like, but this is my thing. And, and rubbing their face in that, like, yeah, I'm here. I'm in Virginia right now, and this is what I'm talking about. Removing y'all rebel flags. This is what I'm talking about, how y'all lost. You know, that, that to me is what Trump is doing right now. They would have cut his ass down. He would have been cut down. They would have been like, oh, you unpatriotic, all this, 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 and that. They would have cut him up. I know that he didn't mean that. Hey, I'm like, like that little boy. Delete all that shit, nigga. Delete all that shit. So yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I think Trump is as dumb as he is. He's smart because he's running his campaign and his presidential. Pre- well, I'm fucked up. The, you know the word I'm looking for. He running that shit like he's supposed to, because he's making these motherfuckers happen. Well, he got to. He and, got to. His base, though. He got to. You can't blame him. I don't even. I, yeah, I don't even think Trump is as bad as he comes off on TV because Trump is like Popeye. Like, I gotta do this. Like, I gotta get this black lady to speak this Louisiana dialect. I gotta get this fat black man and fat black woman to do this dumb shit on this commercial because that's what's gonna get people to eat my chicken sandwich. But, 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 real talk, fellas, let me ask y'all this. When I, when I was at the prison, though, when I was working there and, and Trump passed that reform, right? Yo, they were mad black prisoners saying, yo, man, even Obama don't do this for us. Trump did this for us, man. I'm voting for Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he came in at the right moment, and he he came up with opportunities at the right time. Because I know a whole lot of black people that say, man, I'm fucking with him because of stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, honestly, I didn't think he was going to be that bad as a president, you know, economically, because... His businesses, but then I find out he went bankrupt like nine times. But he started opening his fucking mouth. I'm like, oh my god! Y'all you made me look like a fucking fool. Y'all also got to realize, man, Trump fucking Queens, man. People in New York City rude as hell. Like that—that's what Trump is. He's just a rude fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like he don't give a f. He can tell you to shut the f up, and normal motherfucker be like, oh, president never talked like that before, but. That's who he is. And the crazy thing is for Trump, that's what that's what his base kept screaming they wanted back in 2016. They kept saying, maybe it's time we get someone that's not been raised and groomed through politics. Let's get somebody that's real and not afraid to say whatever the fuck is on their mind. Right. Now you got that shit. And this right. motherfucker been saying all of this off wall shit, and a lot of them now. Don't get me wrong, a good bit of his base is still right there with him, and they're gonna be right there in Tulsa. They're gonna be there in Tulsa with Confederate flags and all type of bullshit. But there's also another side of his base that them motherfuckers are sitting back like, "Yo, we really let this motherfucker get control of the United States of America," and. Like they're literally sitting there right now. How in like why in the fuck did we let this idiot run the country? You know, um, I was at the base and one of the guys told me he was like, "We woke up. It was like an episode of South Park." I'm like, "Holy shit, we did it!" And he's like, "Once he got in there, was like, oh fuck, look what we did." You know what I'm saying? I first off, um. 
He probably gonna get another four years. Y'all do know that, right? I know. I know he's gonna get another four years. It's it's almost the candidate is going up against him. He's trash. So it, it ain't it's just another four years coming up. And I'm telling you, like Joe Biden is the worst candidate to run against Trump in my opinion. Because he is going to get up there and incoherently babble all night. However, I'm not being on sub- I'm not being on Democrats. That's why I keep telling y'all listen to Malcolm X because like I think they kind of playing us too because we get hooked on the system. But that's a that's not saying I'm Republican. However, um, Joe Biden could get up on the podium and debate Trump, and by November he could probably have sundown syndrome and be standing up there with his dick out. Trump is so bad. No homo, I'm gonna go up there and tuck Joe Biden's dick back in his pants and be like, Joe, get your shit together. Yep. We gotta get this motherfucker up out of here. That's why they call him Sleepy Joe. And hiding by it, bro. Like, like what the it's fuck? Almost like he don't even care. Like, how? Don't care. Uh, it's almost and, like and sick, black huh? people. Black people listening to this. I know I've been talking crazy because we're talking about Sundown sitting and Joe having his dick out, but y'all gotta get out of this shit like. I'm gonna vote for Biden because he was with Obama. Them motherfuckers don't fuck with each other like them. They don't fuck with each other like that because if they did, like Obama would be on the phone. But like, wait though, bruh. so who? Who? I mean, who do you think they should vote for though? Oh, well, more they got no choice that, now but to vote for Biden. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, saying like motherfuckers was they not voting for Biden. Like at first, a lot of people were saying they would vote for Biden. Because of, like, you know, he was the VP with Obama. Literally three weeks after people started saying that, they then changed it to said, I'm only voting for this motherfucker because we got to get that Cheeto-looking motherfucker out of office. No, no one's voting for Biden exactly. because of the fact that he's the, like, this amazing candidate that we know is going to change everything. Motherfuckers Not voting for Biden because they said, we've literally spent the last four years like basically in a race like in a war that the president of the United States refused to edit, to speak on like he basically called white nationalists good people but, listen, but then when black people wanted to do peaceful protests all of a sudden it's a problem a matter of fact I forgot what city it was the KKK literally did a rally the cops stood there like no it was like I mean it was like in the last couple of weeks I don't know if it was Charlottesville or not but the KKK legit did a rally and the police did nothing. Like they literally stood there and treated them like, you know, they're being peaceful, there's no problem. But then you would turn it. Cause we didn't have nobody in the infiltrate that shit. Well, I'm you know what? I'm still stuck on what B said. Because the reason we even started this topic was talking about how Trump had audacity, but that audacity comes from his whiteness. We're about to put another but, white man in there, man. But, and you know how much better is it really gonna be? Because I don't even think at this point, hate panderer is how much better it's gonna be. I'm just thinking at this point, it, it can't be any worse. It can only, it can only be better. True, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like I want to get to the point to say, um, so Joe Biden is there because he basically won the primary. Like the Democratic Party fucked Bernie Sanders. You know what I'm saying? 
they they did it with Hillary because they thought Hillary had a chance. They ride with, ride with a, a lot of. I was just gonna say on that too, Warren. It's not. It's not that they did. They did fuck Bernie, but I think Bernie got fucked because the younger generation is not voting right now. Like they don't have no faith. They lost faith after Obama, after Trump doing what he doing for the last four years, three years. You know, people lost faith. So now they like fuck it. I'm not gonna vote. But the older crowd is still voting, and the older crowd are 100 percent Biden. They, Completely forget about all the stuff back in '94 and around that time frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about to bring that up. Mm-hmm. And then fuck Clinton, fuck Clinton too, because like Clinton passed that shit, but like a lot of black people ride with Clinton because like, oh, Clinton invited to the cookout. Well, you know what? Clint might be in prison. Tyrone ain't. You know why? Because Tyrone be his third strike on some bullshit. Because of Clint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that shit, bro. So that's what I'm saying. Like, fuck. Uh, At least I can say, bro, running with the jail, fucking with black. Uh, it's, it's, but you know what though? That's, but you gonna tell that's on us too. Oh. Like as a as a generation, like even as us as a group. Like all that shit is on us. Like we need to use the small platform that we got. And my mom actually told me this a couple weeks ago. She was like, "And I don't. It, first of all, I don't know how my mom be knowing what be going on on Facebook. Cause my mom don't have a Facebook. But people be telling her shit. Because Either way, she called me talking about we need to be using our platform to get people to vote. And I agree with her, but I think we need to be using our platform to like educate ourselves for one, because I'm not that big on politics, as well as educate other people. Because like, how you saying, you know, you 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 speaking, you know, for Bernie Warren, like a lot of people probably didn't know some of the things that they know that that you know about Bernie. A lot of people probably didn't know some of the things that you know about Biden. Some of these older people yeah. probably vote for Biden and don't even know that he played a, a significant role in in Tyrone's un, 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 uh, untimely demise. Yeah. Oh, Clint, you can't clean that cookout. Goddamn, Uncle Tyrone in jail. I, I, I think that's on us, though. I think we gotta, we gotta put forth that type of work, that type of effort to get people to understand things. I gotta put forth that type of effort to get myself to understand things. But at this point, anything is better than what's going on. No, I can't. I can honestly feel like you cannot put nobody in office that will bait and pander the way that our current president is doing right now. He's literally slapping people in the face and saying, fuck you, do something about it. It's like he's going to the club, he getting fucked up on the way there, he pre-gaming before he leaves. He got an open. He got an open. He got an open container in the car on the way to that motherfucker. <laughs> he get in the line. He's smoking a couple goddamn blunts. Mm. Then when he get inside the club, he rolling on a goddamn pill, mm. and he steal off on the motherfucker and say, "What the fuck are you gonna do about that shit?" And nobody do. And ain't and ain't nobody gonna do shit. I like somebody weed because they know he bought that shit. And he the, the person that you can't touch. <laughs> Yeah, you that's the military. I don't know. I, I, you're not a gangster. Trump gangster, bro. White. No, I'm about to say, like, ain't, anybody can stand up and talk mad <laughs> shit when they know they're not going to get touched because of their race. And that's why he's getting this pass right now. Like, yeah, like people speaking out, but motherfuckers had an easy opportunity to get this motherfucker out, but they didn't. And so Trump is literally sitting back saying, You fuckers ain't got me out when you should have. So I'm just going to let my nuts hang and tell every last one of y'all to suck my dick and do the fuck I want. That's basically what he's hey, doing. John, John, you was about to say something. Nah, 
Yeah, facts though, because like look at the shit that's even going on with uh General Flynn, right? This Flynn? dude lied to the FBI twice, straight up. Now if it was you, me, uh General Flynn, dude that lied to the FBI, straight up lied to him. You know what I'm saying? And now you telling me the Justice Department is saying perjuring yourself in front of an FBI agent, which is a federal crime. You've been you've been jailed for ten years. They saying now nah, Obama set it up, and they they baited him. So you telling me I could lie to an FBI agent today, and I could say now nah, they baited me. You think they're gonna let me go? This is the type of things he's bringing to this country, and he's doing. But people don't want to open their eyes and see it. They trying to blame it on Obama. Man, come on, man. Nobody wants to hear that. Yeah, bro. Like, I don't understand how Obama gets so much blame. Like, I know why. Blame. Every day, blame. He got so much blame, bro. Every day, bro. Because he, because he black. I do. I, but, yeah. Um, but I'm to the point, like, bro. You know, you say what you may about me, but I'm sticking to my gun and busy. Uh. I always have said, you know, me and you more on term now than ever, you know, because we got to respect for each other because you ready to fight me. But <laughs> I was just bullshit. <laughs> but, you know, we had a little bump in the road, but I always have said, like, if me and Beezy agree on some shit, that it's probably true. law. You know I just want to put out there, too, that I so, was not going to fight Warren. And I don't fight people, but one but one thing about me, and we actually talked about this last week a little bit before we started too. Warren wasn't in here. One thing about me, like I be passionate about shit. Like if motherfuckers say they want to do some shit, I get passionate. So sometimes I be having to like step back because I be like, oh y'all want to do this shit, I want to do this shit. But I always kind of been like that. So like sometimes I have to step back and tell myself like, hey, you just gotta calm down because. Everybody ain't thinking the same way you think. Sometimes you just gotta push it back. Or one thing about me is, no matter what, it don't matter what kind of scraps we get into, no matter what kind of scrapes we get into, none of that shit don't matter. Cause long before I ever even met Warren, I knew everybody else. You know that's, you know, as far as our admin, like our group, like our our zoo, I know everybody else. All of us done been in shit. All of us done been in arguments. All some of us done been in fights. All that shit. And nobody else can't touch none of them. If I'm around, that's just how that shit go. That's me. That's just how it is. Likewise, yeah. and that's that's why that's why we that's why we miss so good. You know what I'm saying? We so different, but so alike. Now, Darrell, you ain't on this motherfucking podcast, but we tight. We call you. We check on each other. I still owe your ass whooping. <laughs> We we gonna put the gloves on. We gonna put the equipment on. And no face shot. But I'm gonna turn your ass up for, for the whole zoo. <laughs> I'm gonna like- show love. Uh, we we gonna we gonna continue to show some to to the to the homie BZ. You know, as we prepare for the line. He found a segue. <laughs> It was something that we was talking about earlier, so it's kind of ironic because it's kind of more web-related because we get a lot of our uh, punny topics for the web from the web. But um, it's one of them things that came up this week. Everybody knows that Kim Kardashian kind of played a role in uh, you know, getting some of the people of color out of prison or out of jail. Some of these crimes that people have been asking about for years, they played a big part just by using their celebrity status 
uh, her and her family using their celebrity status. So, though some people may not like her, some people may not like what they stand for, or uh, some people may think they appropriate our culture. They have used that in a, in, in, indeed, you know, to some extent. Everybody probably thinks somewhat of it, but they have used that at times for good. And I feel like you got to kind of put that to the forefront, at least in those cases, right? So a couple of days ago, she posted about uh, Kendrick Johnson. A lot of people were probably familiar with it because time flies by so fast, man. It seems like it was yesterday, and I didn't even realize that that case happened now, almost eight years ago. Um, but it was the case in Valdosta, Georgia, with the wrestling mat. If anybody was familiar with that, mm-hmm. move his organs and put like stuffing in there. Yeah, that thing crazy. So, so that was one of the things that ended up, I think, being debunked. That it was a rumor. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but the fact of the matter is that a lot of people feel like that case should still be open. They feel like that case shouldn't be closed and it, and, and it is, is something, you know, some weird things about it. So Kim Kardashian posted about this two days ago and of course because of who she is the world is back well, on it. Well, so I feel like we kind of got to give credit. You know I found out that actually kind of uh, almost true about his organs, right? Yeah, because really? the dude that the dude that suspected to kill him, his daddy's an ex-FBI agent. So they said his daddy coordinated all that so they wouldn't figure out a way how he died through his autopsy. And the daddy so I heard, all the footage and all that shit too. I read I read some stuff recently. Like like I say, you know, Kim Kar- Kardashian brought a lot of this stuff back to the forefront. So now people own it again. So these, you know, a lot of articles floating around and stuff like that, but I, I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that black dick no motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> God, God so thank you, damn. Thank you, Ray J. I'm oh, sorry, go back to it. <laughs> him you know what, though? You know, I, I appreciate uh, what Kim has done, too, and I don't knock it. But I do kind of like slight our people at the same time, though, because the reason why Kim is able to be so effective is because we as a people always seem to like put more merit on what white people say. But you know what? And I, 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 I definitely and, get where you're coming from and I kind of agree that. But at the same time, I think it might not necessarily be we put more merit on what white people say, but I definitely think that we put more merit on what rich people White say. people do it. And I feel like a lot of rich black people don't put themselves out there like that. They don't. They don't. They don't come out and, and cape for the community. They don't come out and say, "Oh, I think it, it's happening more nowadays." It definitely is happening more nowadays, but it doesn't happen as much. So when a white person does it, you know, now you got both. You got you. You got two different cultures that that's gonna pay attention to it. So I, I definitely think that it carries more weight, you know, somewhat to what you said because you know she white. But I think it's more because she rich because like you say about B Simone earlier. People are followers. You got people that are out there already, people that are influencers, and then you got people that's followers. So all of us out here, we follow. So when she say something, they flock to it. Two minutes go by, she got 87,000 retweets. Well, I, de- uh, I, de- I, think, I, de- I think it's because she white. agree with that business. Like, I 100% agree with that about her being rich, but I think being white has something to do with it too. Like, let's take, for example, like in our community, right? When uh when when a lot of our people um, they get money, suburbs, what they move to? Uh-huh. The white neighborhood. 
and and it, and it's again it using white people as a benchmark as if they feel validated because that's what the white people say. Or they'll be like, you know, or, or you know, you're trying to move with the white people, or you're doing things that white people do, or or the the thing I hate the most when people say, oh, you talk like white people. I'm Whatever actually so on the like, fence about all of that. Again, it's, it's so on the fence about that because I I can see where it makes sense. You know what I mean, like. Uh, just think about situations like uh, rappers that got killed in their own neighborhood or close to their neighborhood and then people tell them, you know, why are you back in the hood? You know, you made it out. Why you come back? So, I can kind of see why people leave. But you can move into a affluent area. That's, that's true too, but I guess I just play a little devil's advocate on that because I feel why they might have moved out of that area and they're rich now so they picked the area where rich people stay which just happened to be probably mostly white and most of the rich people white hey i'm not arguing with that you know uh but i you could have moved to an affluent area where, where it's you know more black people because it's, it's those areas too and and but you know my point is though man like we see it all the time man like how when Somebody goes to try and do something new, and it's like, oh, they're doing it because white people are doing it. But at the same time, you have some black person telling you to do it all the time. Man, somebody called me yesterday and was talking mm. about uh, forex trading. It's super popular right now. Everybody's trying to get involved in it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's super hard. It takes a lot of time. But but anyway, you know what they asked me because they because they were on the fence about doing it. And I was like, it's not for me because I don't have the time. You know, whatever. But it was like, man, if it's so good that you know, if this opportunity, how can oh, we have white people talk about it? And I almost cussed them out. I almost cussed them out. But I didn't cuss them out because their ignorance, bro, is genuine. And there's a lot of people that think like that about everything. It's a question, too. I got a question. Well, first off, we can't forget redlining is a thing. And, you know, like, this is hard to break. Like, there's certain areas that we're going to be putting in that we need to get out of because these certain areas were set for us. However, like, I really think that I agree with Carnegie, like, it's about what white people do simply because with this movement, like, our top-tier Negroes, Jay-Z, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like these, these motherfuckers been on this Black Lives Movement stuff in, in some instance, you know. However, now that George Floyd got killed, and now I see more white people than ever say this is wrong. Now we got businesses changing, bro. Like they making statements like. I really think that it took white people to validate because, like I said, some of our top, I, the best Negro, I want to say nigga so bad, but I ain't going to say the best Negro that we sent yeah. was Obama. We just talked about this. And it still wasn't good enough. But now we got white people with us. We got Nancy Pelosi. Man, Nancy hell no. Like the Queen's mother. Hell this, no. Bro, them club, what hell hell no. And now people are like, nah, oh, no. shit, we got to get mm-hmm. with the movement. No, 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 BZ, mm-hmm. right? I'm just saying, like, I... Th- I listen, think it took white you know how long listen, listen. Now, when you talk about white take here having white people take us there and stuff like that, y'all know who fault that is, right? No, that's not the king fault. That's not the king fault. 
trying to tell you. But he, but he is a. Huh? He is a. Whatever, bro. That's Dr. King's fault because he made everybody in the world believe that the white level or whatever was the standard, the ultimate standard. But I do not get to That's why everybody wants to get to that level because that's what he's supposed to do. When you get to where the white people are, you good. And this is what got me about it. This is what got me about it. Like, right? Why did they choose Martin Luther King? Because he was peaceful. He didn't fight back. And once he decided to change his rhetoric, they killed him. Like Malcolm X, because they they started. No, they didn't just kill him. Once him and Malcolm X started seeing, you know what? They 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 knew he was gonna fucking slowly start being like Malcolm Malcolm X, and he was way more powerful than Malcolm X. So they had to take that down. Way more powerful. J. Edgar Hoover even said it. He said, the minute we let right. Martin Luther King start sliding into violence is the minute this country gets turned over to black people. He used to say it all the time. And that's what scares me, like, right now, like, everybody on our side, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want some biblical shit, like, Fact. the apocalypse come. If you want some Illuminati shit, the apocalypse come. If you want some woke shit, like, the revolution yeah. is coming, my guy. So it kind of scares me. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah but, but hey, listen. I'm glad that everybody on this podcast already know who thought it is. And uh, we, appreciate, we appreciate y'all for listening. And we hope that we taught y'all something today. You know. Look, I know we didn't really uh, elaborate as much as you might have wanted to on, on, on Kendrick Beasy, but... I think we got the gist of it. Like, I understand where you were going with it. And at the end of the day, I do appreciate uh, Kim K using her voice, using her platform to help further the the black plight, the the further the advancement of black people. You know, that's just like what we talked about earlier when we were talking about NFL teams. At the end of the day, I'm not necessarily concerned with the vehicle and how we get to where we're going as long as we get to where we're going and where we need to get. We need to have that same goal in mind. And so... With that being said, that's a wrap for us. This is Talking Animals Podcast, brought to you by Anchor. And uh, we got Mr. John Smith, we got Lamp, we got Warren, we got BZ on the call, myself, Nigi. We appreciate all your support. Thank you for continuing to listen to us. Make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend. Make sure you come again, check us out. We're on, again on Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, iTunes, uh, everywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find us. Make sure you support and share. We appreciate it once again. Thank you. Y'all have a good night. We'll holler at y'all next week.